pay all you cats and kittens. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck you, Care Baskin, you bitch. <laughs> that bitch, Carol Baskin. We're trying this for the 47th time. Uh, what, uh... <laughs> welcome to another episode of Omnibus Idiots. It is. What is today? It's a Wednesday, I believe. The second. Yeah, the April second. second. Uh, I like how. Oh no, it's actually a Thursday. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everybody was just so fucking blowed yesterday that nobody even bothered to do April Fool's joke. We did one at work. Did you? Yeah, we uh, added a checkout option uh, that you could pay for your products using toilet paper. Nice. Hell yeah. So people how... probably believed it though. What? <laughs> I said people probably believed it though. Yeah. I mean he like even went so far as to like have it on the checkout. Uh oh my god. Thing. It was cute. Hell yeah. So how's everybody enjoying this uh newfound state of being of uh Staying in your house forever? Oh, it's just fucking lovely. Uh, I know me and you talked yesterday, Jamie, and uh, you're just about over it. I mean, I for the I think I was just having a little bit of a rough day yesterday. Oh. Um, I for the most part prefer being home anyway. Um, so. Uh, that, that's been nice um, working from home I feel very like fortunate to be able to do so so there hasn't been like much interruption to my life in that way um, definitely more productive at home than I am at work sorry um, so definitely like feel good about stuff it is yesterday was wearing on me like I don't much like to go anywhere but I just like I'm dying to go to a restaurant. <laughs> so, yeah, so you do have a little bit of a change of heart since the uh, other 22 times that we've tried to fucking record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have uh, the other times you've uh, been a little like, yeah, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> That's how she acts. But we all know she's been she's she's been out of the house. She has been. <laughs> severely limiting her social interaction. I mean, I went to, like, my, the highest exposure that I've had in the past three weeks is when I went to Home Depot to pick up straps for my hammock. Ooh. I mean, risky. Risky business. I know, and I was, like, mad at myself. <laughs> I was like, this isn't essential. <laughs> <laughs> what about your, uh, your, your, your parking lot dates? Oh, yes. Um, I had lunch with friends. We, we, like, each went through our own separate drive through and then sat in our cars in the parking lot just because we, like... To maintain social distance, you guys went through separate separate drive throughs Yeah, because we all wanted something different. That's just kind of, like, a separate issue. I thought you were trying to keep your cars six feet from each other, at least. We were. (laughs) Like, once we got parked, but, like, I... I don't love Wendy's. I mean, I don't love Taco Bell the way some people do. Some people, mm-hmm. 
just really live moss, but yeah. I, I just couldn't do it. Stacy's uh, a T-Bell fiend. Yeah, yeah, fuck with Taco Bell. Fuck with Taco Bell hard. Don't, don't ever disrespect the bell. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's not for me. <laughs> so, uh, Singer, how's the uh, quarantine life doing for you? More uh, quarantine life. Oh, well, fair. Um, well, I, you know, I've been severely limiting my uh, social interaction down to a much smaller group of people than I normally interact with. Um, I've been taking some bike rides, trying to walk my dog and, you know, get outside a little bit while maintaining distance. Um, other than that, you know, trying to stay busy, trying to make some money with my writing stuff and, uh, trying to keep busy with my art stuff. So using the time to try and do more work concentrate while I'm here. That's what's up. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's been productive, kind of. A little bit. I've kind of gone, like, the opposite way. Not, like, completely the opposite, but I'm Yeah, but you're fucking balls to the wall all the time. Yes, I'm balls to the wall all the time. So, for me, this is a forced break that I wouldn't have ever, like, submitted to like I would have never taken a break and quite Mm. frankly like looking at the Google calendar like this would have been some of the busiest times that we've ever had so I am kind of like embracing the it's okay to not be producing it's okay to not be trying something new or learning a language or reading a thousand books like it's okay to like just lay down <laughs> but that's because that's like contrast of my normal life and the, what I mm-hmm. needed Sorry about so that. we've uh, gathered here to talk about a few different subjects today I think um, which one of the topics did you guys want to talk about first uh, suicide. I didn't know that was a relevant. I did not either. But run with it. Let's hear it. That's not obviously wrong. quarantine isn't treating you too well. <laughs> no <laughs> turn of events. <laughs> no, it's not bothering me too much. Uh, the well, the one we talked about uh, doing for a while, Jamie had brought up was the enneagrams. Mm-hmm. And Jamie sent out, we had uh, done a Myers-Briggs before, <clears throat> which is pseudo-similar, but Jamie wanted us to do an Enneagrams test, so she sent us, stop, she sent us the uh, uh, link for it and told us to bring us her, uh, bring her our numbers, so Jamie, which one of us do you want to go first? Hmm, I'm getting deja vu. Um, let's. Uh, it's not deja vu if you've already done it. That's <laughs> called a memory. This is, right now. This is called acting. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry. Okay. Um, I'd like to hear from. Singer I didn't realize first. you were putting your theater hat on because I can't oh. see you. 
Well, just so you know. To put the hat on. Always on. Always on. Um, can you make can you make a noise? Like what would it sound like for you to put your acting hat on? <laughs> Something that sounds hoity toity, I just imagine. Okay. <laughs> um well just to like backtrack for two seconds on the Enneagram, like uh Stacy said, it's similar to other tests. Um, the Enneagram is a nine point of view, um, structure that helps, uh, differentiate different personality types. And, uh, the Enneagram will give you some information about your you know, weight is for these things to come out positively that these come out negatively so um you have the ability to overcome the negative things in your enneagram it just gives you sort of like a stop sign like hey this behavior um falls into this take a minute to reevaluate so it's not like a it's not necessarily like a map, like you have to follow this. You don't have to just give into your Enneagrams uh, things, but it does give you a moment to like stop and check yourself. So, yeah. Okay, going back. Here we go. So it's more about recognizing the traits that you may be uh, putting out rather than uh, a way to fix them. Right. So, it, yes, it gives you like it gives you that flag. And so we'll get into this here uh, whenever we get to whatever your Enneagram is. Um, and it'll sort of give you patterns of your behavior that you can then check and flag, put a flag on the flag. Got you. So <clears throat> I guess my uh, number one number or characteristic um, is number four with a 98% match. Okay, 94 is the individualist. So I'm just no, gonna just like, four, read a little bit. What? Just four, not 94. No, but Enneagram four, the individualist. Yes. Um, so I'm just gonna like read a bit and then I just uh, would love to hear like how if this resonates and like maybe sometimes when you've seen this behavior or yeah. Um, So the individualist is the sensitive, introspective type, expressive, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. They're emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also be moody and self-conscious. Withholding themselves from others due to feeling vulnerable and defective, they can also feel disdainful and exempt from ordinary ways of living. They typically have problems with melancholy, self-indulgence, and self-pity. At their best, they can be inspired and highly creative, and they are able to renew themselves and transform from their experiences. Um, Fours are honest with themselves. They own all of their feelings and can look at their motives, contradictions, and emotional conflicts without denying or whitewashing them. They may not necessarily like what they discover, but they do not rationalize their states, nor do they hide from themselves or others. 
they are not afraid to see themselves as warts and all. Healthy fours are willing to reveal highly personal and potentially shameful things about themselves because they are determined to understand the truth of their experience so that they can discover who they are and comes to terms with their emotional history. Nevertheless, uh, fours can often report that they feel like they're missing something in themselves. Um, are they, although they have difficulty identifying what that something is, is it willpower, social ease, self-confidence, emotional tranquility? Um, all, all of the above. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all of which they see in others uh, seemingly in abundance. Uh, while it's true that fours often feel different from others, they do not really want to be alone. They may feel socially awkward or self-conscious, but they deeply wish to connect with people who understand them and their feelings. The romantics of the Enneagram, they long for someone to come into their lives and appreciate the secret self that they have privately nurtured and hidden from the world. Uh, typically have problems with negative self-image and chronic low self-esteem. <laughs> by cultivating a fantasy self, an idealized self-image, which is built up primarily in their imaginations. A four we know shared with us, uh, he spent most of his time listening to classical music while fantasizing about being a great concert pianist. Um, Fours may try several different identities on for size, basing them on styles, preferences, or qualities they find attractive in others. Is that but where the new jacket came from? His costume. <laughs> <laughs> that is an old jacket. Um, and they talk about the biggest challenges that fours can face is learning to let go of feelings from the past. They tend to nurse these wounds and hold on to negative feelings about those who have hurt them. Indeed, fours can become so attached to longing and disappointment that they are unable to recognize the many treasures in their lives. Yeah, can't identify with that. <laughs> none, none of it? None of it. <laughs> you sound know, like I liked all? this when you were, uh, like, a lot less prepared. I felt uh, a lot less... Uh, like you were in my brain, but <laughs> it's nice to have my secret uh, fantasy self exposed to the world. <laughs> I yeah, feel this like one's an, a lot less bullshit like than that Myers Briggs was. What was that? I feel, like, I feel like an exhibitionist first flashing my dick to the world to scared customers at a mall. <laughs> Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's that's one way to look at it. <laughs> sure. Um, so, I mean, all jokes aside, like something like this, this resonates with you, correct? I mean, some people may say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll say that. Um, I like when they called you the romantics of the Enneagram. That, like, <sighs> sounds like you. Okay. Always of course. For love. You like that part? I mean, yeah. I don't think pizza rolls and white claws is romantic, but all right. That is definitely your lane. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I was going to say. I'm a, I mean, I'm what about like somebody you kind of guy. Hanging out with. 
Yeah, because if it, if you're fucking making pizza rolls, you're at home, and I'm never at home. So fuck you. <laughs> Except for now. Here are some famous fours. Okay, okay. Right. Edgar Allan Poe, Anne <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frida Kahlo. Okay. Um, Billy Holiday. All right. Bob Dylan. Paul Simon, Cat Stevens, Alanis Morando, Winona Ryder, Johnny Depp, Cat Von D. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All the people that know how to accessorize. Yeah, all emos. (laughs) (laughs) Stylish emos. Dude, they all got the nose ring, too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this is a styling group. Oh boy. Dude, when are you gonna All start right. fucking the beads? The beads? I already <laughs> use anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> and right. Frank, you... man. She she so she you, took you the asked us to, uh you asked us to get like our, our top three. So what does what is the differences in the top three? Is it just like the differences in the percentages? Yeah, and I think that, and I don't know as much about it, but there's also like winging. So I think that your top three has to do with what your wings are. Okay. So if you think about it, for him, four is like the main part of the bird. The other two are the ones like on the side. Yeah, but I got a two-headed bird because one of mine is 98% and one of mine is 97%. What was the 97? Uh, The two. Two, the helper. Caring, interpersonal, generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They're friendly, generous, self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. They're well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, they're unselfish and can have unconditional love for others. Yeah, so between the two, I'm a whole bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I like this segment anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I'm next, apparently. Yeah, I didn't realize this was a fucking roast. Get on to (laughs) Stacy. Let's see how fucked up mine is. Well, see, that's all right. So I got mine, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't write. Oh wait, down let me just um, let me just really fast read this other part of it too that I said is interesting. Oh two's, shit! Two's inner development may be limited by their shadow side, pride, self, uh, and the tendency to become over-involved in the lives of others, and the tendency to manipulate others to get their own emotional needs met. Transformation. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Transformation. I just wanted to read this fucking attacking part real quick. Let me fucking. <laughs> okay, Stacy, what was yours? <laughs> <laughs> no, please finish. No, no, no. <laughs> no, go ahead. Everybody should be aware. <laughs> Don't worry, when we get to mine, it's just like you're a fucking controlling bitch. <laughs> 
Um, so like I said, I, I didn't get the uh, percentages. I just got my one, two, and three. Okay. My number one was a five. The investigator. The intense cerebral type. Innovative, secretive, and isolated. Fives are alert, insightful, and curious. They're able to concentrate on and focus on developing complex ideas and skills. Independent, innovative, they can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs. They become detached, yet high-strung and intense. They typically have problems with isolation. At their best, they are visionary pioneers, often ahead of their time, and able to see the world in an entirely new way. Fives want to find out why they are the way they are. They want to understand how the world works, whether it's the cosmos, the microscopic world, the animal, the vegetable, or the mineral kingdoms, or the inner world of their imaginations. They're always searching, asking questions, and delving into things in depth. They do not accept received opinions, and they feel <laughs> strong, <laughs> feeling a strong need to test the truth of most of the assumptions themselves. <clears throat> Behind Five's relentless pursuit of knowledge are deep insecurities about their ability to function successfully in the world. Fives feel that they do not have the ability to do things as well as others, but rather than engage directly with activities that might bolster their confidence, Five takes a step back into their minds where they feel more capable. Their belief is that from the safety of their minds, they will eventually figure out how to do things and one day rejoin the world. What if he has an unsafe mind? Uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, Does any of this dangerous. resonate with you? I feel like with Singer, it was like nailing, you know, the, <laughs> the nailing it the, on the head. The obvious dead horse to the fucking ground. Yeah, some like we get it, it sad boy. <laughs> uh, some of it does. Um, like the investigator, I, 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 like you know, even with with talking to to you or talking to anybody, like most people, most people talk the way they text these days, and it's it's hard to have a, a conversation. So I will ask question upon question to actually figure out things and dive, dig dig into things sometimes. Um, and yeah, I don't have a, I have no problems retracting from the world and staying at home or going into my own thoughts for better or for worse. The areas that fives explore do not depend on social validation. Indeed, if others agree with their ideas too readily, fives tend to fear that their ideas may feel too conventional. <laughs> Wait, these normal people are agreeing with me. Damn. I'm fucked up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's pretty. It's pretty on the yeah, nose. He, de- he definitely does not let social conventions stop him from finding out what he wants to know. I could say that much. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah, ask I, any random stranger any horribly personal question, mm-hmm. which I think we've discussed. Um, we've all been victim of. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta. I just gotta ask questions, man. And he does his research. He with his cryptocurrency and his work stuff. He's he's constantly researching and, and trying to find it out. So I could see it. And I think that you brought up those two things. Um, 
And it talks about it down here a little bit, how they will find like one or two things to fixate on and become uh, like uh, to become experts in just like one or two areas. I'm a SME. Mm -hmm. Uh, What? SME, subject matter expert. I don't know a whole, I know a whole lot. I know a little bit about a whole lot, but then I know a whole lot about a little bit. Okay. She sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> Pretty much. Some famous fives. Stephen King. Vincent yeah. Van Gogh. Bill Gates. Um, That's who's taking over the world right now. Kurt Cobain. Tim Burton. So you got a lot of emos too. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. No. All mine are rich though. Um, and then we'll just read a little about the eight Um, for me when I came across this and read the eight it was just it's just me (laughs) y'all this is just the way that like we just read the shit out of singer this is Mm -hmm. me Um, eight the challenger Powerful, dominating, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Definitely. Eights are what? <laughs> what? Uh, eights are strong and assertive, protective, resourceful, straight talking, and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering. Eights feel they must control their environment, especially people, sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. Eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best, they are self-mastering, and they use that strength to improve other people's lives, becoming heroic and inspiring. Eight enjoy eights enjoy taking on challenges themselves as well as giving others opportunities that challenge them to exceed themselves in some ways. Eights can be charismatic and have the physical and psychological psychological ability to persuade others to follow them into all kinds of endeavors, from starting a company to rebuilding a city to running a household to waging war and making peace. They use their abundant energy to affect changes in their environment, to leave their mark on it, but also to keep the environment and especially other people from hurting them, them and those that they care about. Um, eights understand strength, persistence, and endurance. They don't want to be controlled, which is a big thing. Um, and then when it starts to get like a little real for me here is the eights are often... Um, at a loss uh hold on where am i wow she can't even read it i know um eights feel misunderstood and may distance themselves uh in fact beneath their imposing exterior eights often feel hurt and rejected although this is something they seldom talk about because they have trouble admitting their vulnerability to themselves let alone to anyone else because they fear that they will be rejected Eights attempt to defend themselves by rejecting others first. The result is that average eights become blocked in their ability to connect with people or to love, since love gives the other power over them, reawakening our basic fear. Eights build up their egos. Ooh, you can't open up to nobody. 
Well, I think that's true. I think it says something here that is really ugh. Um, eights attempt to defend themselves by rejecting others first. When mm-hmm. I was in high school, I had a motto that was, I hate you until I don't. <laughs> and I, I mean, that stuck with me like until my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still deal with that nowadays where I reject people before I know more than one thing about them. Just um, like GP. Just like, no, fuck you. Bye. Yeah. For real. And it, when it comes to like looping in the other things of like being protective over relationships and over people, um, I get into a lot of trouble that way. And I have rejected a lot of people and I have blocked my ability to connect with them because it feels like an impediment on uh, the people that I'm protecting. And mm-hmm. because I'm so shut off, it's like, I don't fucking care. Like, if this mm-hmm. person's not going to be my friend, like, I do not care. So, See, now, yeah. Now I kind of wish I, I would have uh, uh, wrote down what my percentages are because my number two is eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, now that we've all had an unflinchingly accurate fucking picture <laughs> of our minds thrown in our faces. Yeah. Thanks, fucking Jamie. Yeah. Uh, this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun till it's about you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, Stacy can post a link to the Enneagram test if anyone mm-hmm. wants to take it and find out some more about themselves. Yeah, we'll post the link directly in the comments of the post for this uh, show. Awesome. Cool. So now that we know a little bit more about our own inner demons, let's talk about some real fucking demons. Hell yeah. Uh, So I recently found this infographic um, I'm not sure if it's new or it just got reposted. Oh, yeah, March 17th, 2020. Uh, it's an infographic with the 50 most prolific serial killers of all time. Um, and there are some fucking heavy hitters on here. The The thing that surprised me most was probably the um, number one, number two, and number five are all from Colombia. Yeah, um, what's going on down there? <laughs> I don't know, but they uh between the three of them killed let's see here. 210 3 so 320 320 people. Um and all of each of them were all uh going after minors. It looks like one of them was targeting girls and young women. Another one was young girls, and the last uh, number one was uh, targeting homeless or orphan boys. I am such an idiot because you said miners, and I immediately went to like the coal mines, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that's, that's that." No, that is the opposite of what they were going after. Miners like, are wow. So what? They're going down into the mines, and just those types of miners are tough and would be hard targets, as opposed. That's why to... I was like, "Gosh." They really earned that 320. <laughs> Let's see. Well, here's what's here's what fuck what fucks me up about number two though. Like if you look at the number two, 
released after serving 20 years in prison, but he confirmed of 110 kills. Yeah, man. Whereabouts unknown. Yeah, I don't know how that fucking worked out because number one got uh, 2,600 years. Yeah. And uh, number five was killed in jail. Yeah, I think those the, he didn't know the right people. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys were operating during the same time because one of these guys was operating 69 to 80. And then this other guy was operating 74 to 86. So there's a couple years of overlap. Yeah, there. Well, they were both down in the mines. <laughs> damn it. Um, <laughs> there's quite a few other ones on here from uh, the Soviet Union, Russia, Ukraine uh, that make up a good portion of the ones on here. Um. You know, even though everybody always cites the U.S. as having, you know, the most serial killers or the biggest serial killer problem, uh, our number one is is uh, ranked 11th, um, you know, Samuel Little. Um, Your fave. <laughs> Stacy's fave, also That's my biological dude. father. That's my dude. That's my dude. Um, so, but this has him counted at 50 confirmed, uh, 90 three suspected um or possible um but the fbi is is has put him closer to that 93 number um at least from what i've read online um let's see here so yeah we had a couple from the u.s uh samuel little takes our number one spot with 50 confirmed uh followed by gary ridgeway 49 just edged out. I know he's pissed about that. So sorry. Um, let's see here. Who else did we have? What about, our Ted? Know? What about Ted? Ted's farther down. Ted is uh, 24th. He had oh. 35 confirmed. And I think uh, when we tried to record this last time, you were actually mentioning the amount of women on here, which I was surprised at. I think there's four, four women on here. Yeah. Um, ladies gotta step it up i think i think when a woman kills it's with such purpose Mm -hmm. Uh, um, typically yeah it is you know usually a crime of very close proximity so husband Mm -hmm. tend to be number one um but yeah you just don't see women killing in the same way it's with such purpose and uh not in these giant numbers guys gotta get it together (laughs) Yeah, the, so the, the two first women up on the list are tied with Ted Bundy for 24th place at 35, uh, confirmed. But again, like you were saying, most of the time the female killers um, are, are purposeful. Um, this one particularly was a black widow who killed her husbands for you know monetary gain or you know, other reasons. Another one, this, this is my favorite on the list. Uh, Clementine Barnabet, who was in the operating in the U S from 1911 to 1912. So 35 confirmed in one year is pretty good. Um, Whoa. Ted took four years to do 35. So, I mean, fuck with that. Um, and she was an axe-murdering priestess of a cult called the Church of Sacrifice, and she murdered families and arranged them on their beds. Um, fun fact, she escaped p- 
prison and may have continued on as the Axeman of New Orleans. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I've got three things that I like about this list. Well, two things and one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, first. That uh, number five, and you always got a question, always investigating. Yeah. Uh, first things first. Uh, shout out to Bruce Lee, uh, number okay. 40. Uh, Bruce George Peter Lee. Uh, twenty six kills from the from the yes. UK. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, all, all his kills are from fire. Uh, he's an epileptic epileptic arsonist who sets various people and buildings on fire. Whoa. He said, "Yeah, he said I am devoted to fire. Fire is my master, and that's why that is why I cause these fires." Uh, he was sentenced to life in a mental hospital, and. Uh, uh, in the United States in 1971, uh, Mr. Corona, uh, I think we need to up his numbers cause, uh, he got a whole lot more kills now. <laughs> and, uh, my question to you is as someone who is in the, uh, this is going to sound stupid in the serial killer world, which is, which isn't really the serial killer world, but someone who has a fascination with serial killers, how, uh-huh. how, how is the. How is the people that are do that are on this list that have confirmed kills with a firearm? How is that? How is that deemed in the serial killer world? Is that still like everybody else that's like hands-on murderers? Are they are, are they deemed um, differently than a firearm kill? I think you know in in the kind of true crime world, which is what you're talking about, has been deemed like the true crime world yeah. right um so i think yeah that most people don't consider a, a firearm murder like as it's definitely not as intense or personal um you know i think a lot of the times with these gun deaths they usually shoot the person on site and and leave them mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think it's a lot easier than because I don't. It's not as personal. Yeah, but I also don't. I think it's a different motivation. I think that these guys with the high gun numbers are usually doing it more for business, like the women, um, mm-hmm. or are a missionary killer, which is somebody who's motivated by some type of mission. Typically, it's um, it has to do with religion to just so, take out as many people as possible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. See, like number 10 is from Soviet Ukraine, 1989 to 96, with 52 confirmed, all kills by a firearm, chose isolated homes, caused a commotion to get attention of occupants, then killed them. First, the adult male, then the spouse and the children, and stole many items. I think it also has to deal with what you're, I mean, this guy sounds like he was running on fear. Right. So he was getting off on the, on the fear that he was causing. So he's probably holding them hostage. So he is getting that, per, you know, because he's in your home. Mm. So that one isn't up close and personal. Mm. Whereas somebody like the son of Sam or somebody like this guy, number uh, 13, Willie Picton, who was more doing it for money and business. Okay. Son of Sam. That um, I remember my mom 
talking about like being really terrorized um, Mm -hmm. because she was living in that part of New York at the time, had the long straight hair um, and just like her and her sister feeling super terrorized by that guy. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing about gun murders is that gun murderers usually kill the person and leave them where they're at. Whereas, you know, and even like number 36 had gun murders, um, but they were robberies. You know what I mean? So, So I think that a lot of the other times the person has to dispose of the body, which is a lot more intense. Yeah. Um, Whereas I feel like a gun murder, because you can't really stay on scene for a gun murder. It's too loud. People are going to be around, you know what I mean? Um, So I think there's a definite line in the sand between those. Um, But yeah, so while, I mean, since we brought up Samuel Little um, and our investigation into his involvement in your life, I actually found out another clue tying him into my conspiracy theory that he is your biological father. Whoa! Mic drop. (laughs) Give it to us. So I'm just going to read you this article from uh, WJCL, which uh, you may know as a Savannah news station. Mm. Uh, Samuel Little, an infamous serial killer who has confessed to killing more than 90 women, was indicted Wednesday for the rape and murder of Savannah resident Francis Campbell in the mid-1980s. <gasps> District Attorney's Office says Little and Campbell had first met at a bar near Victory Drive, where <gasps> Jamie used to live by. And after disappearing for about a year, Campbell's body was eventually found in an area near Tremont Road. Uh, Little is suspected of killing Campbell sometime in 1984 um, and confessed to the killing after he was recently shown a picture of her while in jail. Yep. That's when I was conceived. (laughs) I'm just saying, bro. Same time, same place. Yep. You were born around here? Yeah, I was born in Memorial Hospital. Oh my Woo! god, that guy is The dots are connecting. He's also oh. a, a light-skinned chocolate man. Whoa, this is real. Singer, I thought you were fucking around. This is real. <laughs> so, I may have to rescind my offer to Stacy's dad to run these hands if he is actually <laughs> Samuel Little. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, you'd still beat up a man in a wheelchair. I don't know. He says he, it says that he um, was a boxer and called him, by Little's description to these interviewers, he took up boxing during his stints in prison, referring to himself as a former prize fighter. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair now. You can still beat him. I don't know, man. He's got strong arms if he's pushing the wheelchair. Yeah, that's true. And then all Singer has to do is fall down and the guy's rolling over him. Yeah, dude. Just saying. Yeah, okay. okay. I mean, Harvey Weinstein's on a walker. Does that mean he needs it? You know? There you go. Maybe he's just trying to get in the in the easy wing in the prison, you know, so he can murder about 12 more women. 
how 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 that doesn't make any sense. You know, you know. You got to think about it, buddy. It just depends on how they identify. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that doesn't work in the prison system. What's that? Identifying as a woman in the prison system doesn't work. No, I don't. I don't think you get placed like that. Still. Oh no, they don't get. That's why they're. That's why he has access to them. Are the dots connecting anywhere here? Anybody picking up what I'm putting down? Picking it up. Picking it up. Okay, thank you. Stacy's just not dense. So, yeah. uh. How much longer? Breath. So, <laughs> how much longer is his case? Uh, being for because, like, aren't they? Is he Are still you trying in to figure out if you can go see him before he, <laughs> before they kill no. him? You guys can spend Father's no, Day. Is he together? still? Is he still? Is he still in California? Or has he been moved to Texas yet? California. Who else do we know that's from California? Oh, let's see, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Where is he now? Well, I mean, where if he's are they in now? Cali- if he's in California. He's fucked. Especially if he's in like Los Angeles County. I don't know, man. Hold on, I'm having to do some actual research here. Well, what are you five? The investigator. Oh yeah. Yeah. Turn it into a five. So, what about you, Jamie? What what serial killers are you into? I think we've yeah, had this were, before. They were saying Los Angeles County, but this is from uh, 2019. Yeah, fuck them. My dad's dead to me anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know if he's on the list because I don't have the graphic pulled up, but I've always been a big fan of Richard Ramirez. Yeah, he's it's, not. He's not. It's on those the teeth, list. isn't it? He just something about him. You like Ramirez. Sweetie likes Cuomo. It's always, you know, serial killer. Oh, man. How about Cuomo's uh, pierced nips? <laughs> Did you guys see that shit? That's so funny. That He's rocking those barbells. Yeah. Oh, gee, shit. Did you see that, Stacy? No, I did not. Oh, yeah, bud. Let me send you this pic. What about um Andrew Cuomo and his brother getting into, like, a little fight on the news? <laughs> I didn't catch that part. Oh, yeah. wait, because his brother was a reporter, right? Yeah, and he's tested positive for COVID-19. Who did? His brother or him? Yep. Mm. Well, since we're talking about... Uh... What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, Cuomo, death, dying, COVID-19. Fuck it, let's go there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're number one, America, the beautiful, uh, leading the numbers, uh, uh, the last conversation, I don't know where the fuck we left off, but, uh, numbers as it sits right now, United States has 236,339 cases active, uh, Five thousand six hundred forty-eight deaths. That's not too bad. It's still a huge That's number, but plenty. not that bad. Yeah, it's plenty. Um, so I guess for those of us that live in the state of Georgia, I guess we just got put on a statewide shelter in place. Yeah, because our governor's 14th. a fucking idiot. 
Um, <laughs> you see him saying oh, that wow. he didn't he didn't know that asymptomatic uh, people could carry the virus and pass it off. No, I did not see that. Yeah, he like the dumbest idiot. Even when did if you say didn't that? know that, like, first of all, why don't you know that? Second of all, don't tell people you don't know that. When did, <laughs> when did he say that? Yesterday. In a press conference? Yes, when he like closed school, so school here is closed for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said he didn't know that asymptomatic people could pass the virus. I, I mean, I just. We could have had Stacey Abrams, y'all. Yeah. Could have, rather than that guy that fucking pointed a shotgun at his fucking daughter's fake boyfriend in his ad campaign. Yep. That was him. Yes. Yeah, that was him. He also fucking completely rigged the goddamn oh, yeah. election. <laughs> that, that's... And fucking straight up stole the shit. Yeah. And nobody said a goddamn word. Stacey, have you looked at Kumo's uh, pierced titties yet? I sent you the link. It's asking me to fucking sign up for their goddamn... Oh, yeah. What do you think? It's it's not fucking... That's not the picture that I saw, though. The picture that I saw has him sitting down. Yeah, I saw the sitting and down. It's much where's, more obvious than this. Where's wearing the white polo shirt? Damn, eyes yeah. wide shut, motherfuckers, right there, bro. Well, how else are you gonna hook up the fucking voltage? Whoever's chewing. Yeah, we can definitely hear that. Sorry, it's <laughs> a pretzel chip. They're rather crunchy. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. This shit's getting fucking way, way, way out of hand. Um, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm, I'm ready for it to be fucking over and done with, though. But it, the way it looks, it's just going to keep getting worse before it gets better. And uh, Oh, man, if you guys want to talk corona news, let's talk about my guy in fucking L.A. right now. Um, let's see, what the fuck is his name? One second, let me fucking find this. Eduardo Moreno, the hero America deserves. This guy is a uh, 44-year-old. I believe he's a uh, train engineer, a train conductor. Oh, my God. Fucking ran the train off the goddamn tracks trying to crash it into... The Red Cross boat that's docked in the port of L.A. Yeah, it's a naval ship. It's not a Red Cross boat. Oh, okay. U.S. Navy hospital ship. Yes. (laughs) So you've seen the picture of the one in New York, right, Jamie? (sighs) Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so this guy is a fucking train engineer and um, ran his train off the tracks trying to run it into this uh, ship because he thinks it's a conspiracy and that... He doesn't trust what they're actually doing. Uh, jumped it 250 yards. Uh, hit uh, multiple concrete, steel, barriers, fences, uh, multiple cars. Yeah. But ultimately yeah, dude, didn't make it anywhere no, close to where he needed no. to. Look, look, people. Like, I, I understand. 
I've I've for a long time I've understood that my government is fucking lying to me on multiple multiple levels. I've understood that as the little guy, my government doesn't give two fucking shits about me. Uh, stop fucking doing a lot of this extra crazy shit. The government's going to do a majority of what the fuck they want to do. Um, unless you actually know what the fuck you're doing, stop doing this crazy shit. Cause you're just going to go to fucking prison. Yeah. Unless you're sure you can hit that boat. Don't even just hit the fucking it. boat. So many innocent people. So many fucking, that was that, that kid, that right there. That this right there, that dude was doing that shit in the name of QAnon. This is Pizzagate number two. What? This is Pizzagate number two. You don't know about Pizzagate? Yeah, talk us briefly through Pizzagate number one. Go ahead. Dave. So, was it? Was it's uh? Was it Pittsburgh? No, it was DC. It was D. All right. So yeah. So. QAnon had this whole thing talking about... Explain QAnon. So, it's Q is supposedly like this underground... It's like this... It's the retard version of Anonymous, but they think oh, they're really God. cool. I said it. Fuck it. <laughs> they, they think they're really... They, they think they know what they're doing. Some of them may have some, some information. Some of them may be doing, doing the right thing. But after Pizzagate... They lost me. They just fucking lost me. <laughs> These motherfuckers raided a pizza parlor saying that there was a complete pedophile ring going on in the basement that was all of these elite actors, uh, uh, politicians, everybody was involved. And it was uh, there was nobody there. There was absolutely nothing, nothing going on. There was, I was just like, dude. Not it, raided, but a man like went in there like as a almost as an active shooter right yeah then the guy go in there with a gun and was like trying to fucking hunt around and trying to bust it up yeah like held these people hostage and everything Mm -hmm. and and like cops were called the SWAT team every like everything was like what are you guys like why and here again these people spreading this information saying all this and this engineer got all this information in his head thought these guys were correct and ran his fucking train off the tracks going after. And what's fucked up about it is the COVID patients stayed in the fucking hospitals. Mm -hmm. The people that were on the actual Naval ship were non COVID patients. These were regular patients. They were just moved to the ship to keep the contagion, <laughs> contained within the hospital so they weren't spreading it elsewhere and they just put regular patients on the ship so they can be moved around and people can come see them and everything and the motherfucker was like no that ship they're, they're, they're that's where they're going to start the martial law and all this other shit from and i'm going to ram it and put a hole in it and sink the ship with a train with a fucking train and now he's got the f the fbi he's going to jail for a long 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 time he going to jail And all I keep seeing is all this fucking 5G's gonna kill us and everything's being turned. I'm just like, oh my God, please, just, 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 I know you, I know everybody's gotta stay home right now, but find something more constructive to do than to fucking feeding into these conspiracy theories. Netflix has got better shit right now. Like Tiger King. <laughs> if you ain't already watching, you better get on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
before <laughs> fucking Joe Exotic dies. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm for real. I got it. I got. You think I only got one update for y'all? <laughs> I got more than one update. How about this? Go Tiger for it. King Joe Exotic transferred to Fort Worth Prison Medical Center. For uh, what? So, uh, he's in coronavirus quarantine because inmates at the jail where he was held prior to his transfer tested positive for the virus. Jeez. Oh, no. My, I'm thinking that coronavirus is just a cover-up to finally wax Joe Exotic. <gasps> I heard Kim and Kanye were t- talking to the president about getting Joe pardoned. Oh, my God. I, I definitely saw that. I didn't read into it, but I definitely saw something saying that. Yup. I didn't know if it was just stuff for fakesies, but I thought it was worth bringing up. So I left Kim Kim Kardashian alone because she's kind of been doing some decent work with getting some people out of prison. But Joe Exotic's doing enough snitching on his own that he's going to get out of prison by himself. Free my dude. You don't think he needs Kim and Kanye? No, no. Bring Joe's, my dude, Joe. Yeah, Joe's Joe. As soon as as soon as they get all the information they need out of Joe, Joe's going to be released. For, he, he he's never going to own another zoo, but he'll be out. You can't stop that man from owning a zoo. That's right. It'd be a small Waco. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. All right, fucker. Let's go there. I saw a tiger. Tiger saw man. <laughs> oh my god. We gotta figure out this fucking recording shit. We'll get it down one day. Looks Hopefully. like we're gonna have plenty of fucking time with this quarantine shit. Um so yeah, uh let's move on to some Tiger King conversation. Uh if you have not watched it, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. Ain't like you got anything else to do. Can't go to a bar, can't go to a movie mm-hmm. theater. Can't go to the skating rink. Can't go to the bowling alley. Pornhub. How often were you going to the skating rink and the bowling alley? Uh, it's been a while. But other people might go. I mean, okay. I don't know what I don't know what threes God and sevens do. Threes and sevens. Yeah, I don't know. God. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoys physical activity. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, if uh, I think I got like a one percent on that one. If uh, you haven't Tiger King, fuck off. Uh, yeah, you bitch, Carol Baskins, you bitch. I will say this. I think I said it before. Um, that to me is the greatest show of what is great and what is wrong. With America at the same time. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, freedom. Pure fucking freedom to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. But. To get mauled by a tiger and go <laughs> back to work a week later. But mm-hmm. that is freedom. That pure, is freedom. Pure unadulterated freedom has consequences, as we can see. Just like uh, they say, absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's like absolute freedom corrupts absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma, what the fuck? 
Well, you can't just say Oklahoma. They got this shit in fucking Florida. They got this shit in, what, South Carolina? True. But... Well, so, yeah. So, the show starts off with uh, there's more tigers in the United States than all the wilds of the world. All the wilds of the world. But, in fact, if you want to break it down even further, there's more tigers just within Texas than all the wilds of the world. Whoa. Really? Yes. Freedom got a breeding camp going down there? Well, no. Texas is, Texas is an all-out do what the fuck you want to. Well, this I mean, land. Yeah. I mean, Texas is huge. You can you can hunt zebra in Texas. You can there's giraffes in Texas. I mean, you gotta think like those 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 huge ranches, they basically got whatever the fuck you want out there. If you can if you got the money for it, you, you can get it there. I mean, there's not a whole and as long as it's not well, even if it's on the endangered species list, you got the money, you can get it. Huh? Yeah, I mean, that fucking, you saw how the documentary started, how they got into it, the fucking snow leopard in the back of that dude's van. Yeah. You can pretty much get whatever the fuck you want. That shit made me so goddamn sad. The leopard, the fucking snow leopard in the back of a van in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that was hard to watch. Well, yeah, it's like, so uh, when I, when I first started watching this shit, I watched the first episode and was like, holy shit, that was crazy. And then it was like, want to watch the next episode? And I was like, hold on, wait, th- there's more? Mm-hmm. And then I-, I watched all seven and I was like, what the fuck? Did I do? Wow. But they did, they did it very well. Every episode was just more and more and more. And it was just like, whoa. And For everything that happened, there were 20 twists Within that. And yeah. I've done a lot of meth, but I've never had meth <laughs> and tigers. So I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't agree with what but happened. But you could see how it could turn a man gay for a, for a zookeeper. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm, I I've never had the, I never had the allure of tigers. I've, I've done a lot of meth and never had the tigers. I've never, never had a golden nugget dangled in your face. No, that shit was fucking crazy. That whole funeral scene. Dude, yeah, the fucking... When the dude... I, I'm still surprised that they allowed that footage of when the dude killed himself. That was crazy. That was one of the craziest things I had ever laid eyes on. Yeah, when I saw... I had to rewind it and be like, hold on, did I just see that? I thought it was amazing. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah, the whole... The Huge. whole the whole show in itself was good, but what the fuck? Man, can't argue with it. You know, Rugers don't fire when they only have a clip in them. Everybody knows that. Oh my god, I did. I will say one of my faves, just in terms of like having a rock or an anchor, was the libertarian Walmart ammo campaign manager guy. Yeah, the witness yeah. or the winner of the. Uh, Russian roulette game. Yeah, yeah. Travis were playing. Big winner, big winner. Wow, that. Uh, I do believe Carol did that shit. Uh, two Carol Baskins, you bitch. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't. 
I don't know how to feel about Joe in the end. What do you mean? And then, then he started snitching, and I don't know how to feel about that. Oh, gotcha. <sighs> well, you better figure it out soon before he dies. Yeah. Or before Kim and Kanye get him out and he comes to your house because he heard you talking shit. Yeah. You saw what he did to Carol Baskin for talking shit. Not a damn thing. (laughs) My mom is only like halfway through the first episode. And I was like, you know, what do you think so far? She goes, oh, I'm not going to watch it anymore. I really didn't like that lady. There's just something in her eyes that I can't trust. And she feels so fake. And I was like, yeah, you feel that way? You ain't seen nothing yet, lady. (laughs) Our friend uh, Joe... Alejandra said he didn't watch it or stopped watching it because he, the animals in the cages made him sad. Oh, Joe Alejandra said that. Mm-hmm. What a sweetie. And he has all the time now that he's on quarantine for the coronavirus. Oh, dear. Yeah, the uh, I, I, the animals in the caves kind of made me sad, but I think what maybe like the 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 last episode where like everybody was just kind of everybody that was originally at the zoo was kind of just like hung high and dry after testifying and shit was just like they were right. not dry, they were drunk as fuck. Well, yeah, yeah, they were drunk as fuck and kind of like, all right, what what do I do now with my life after spending the last fifteen years, twenty years of tending tigers for little to no pain. Yeah, eating expired Walmart meat. Oh, man, the oh. meat truck. The meat truck, that was very, very tough to get through. And the way they were just, like, picking it and eating those, like, those, like, crab legs that were, like, not even freaking in a package. Like, what the hell was going on here, people? Bro, I wish I got dibs on the meat truck. No. Like, yo, if you know of a meat truck in Savannah, let me, let me holler at your boy. Golly. I mean, technically, it's not bad, but yes, it's not it is. good. It's in a dumpster. It's not in a it's dumpster. In a truck it's just in the back it's in of a it's, dumpster, ma'am. Exactly. It's just in the back of a truck. It's just the not. Food comes to the store in a truck. Why can't it leave the store in a truck? No. Yeah, it's not bad food. It's just in a bin. No. It not, just has a. Just has a shelf life. What's the difference? Well, between maybe being... maybe not everybody is as privileged as you, Jamie, to have. Um... Yeah, they live in trailers with rats. You really mm-hmm. think they give a fuck about where their food comes from off the back of a truck? They almost uh, ate the rat. That's true. When that that's... rat was crawling around the freaking top drawer, I was like, y'all, I got to go. <laughs> the entire labor pool stays hopped up on meth and plays with tigers. You really think they give a fuck about where their food comes from? I, I think, think the sap was on leave. I think, I think it's this... more. I think if it's more um, Joe's personal, personal Joe's husbands that are on the meth. You were telling me nobody else in that facility was on drugs. I'm not saying that no one else in that facility was on drugs, but I'm saying that I don't see like Ranky or Saf on meth. But they were on something. Maybe. Sure. Aren't most of us? Sure. Oh, there you go. Fair. Um, 
I think that the sex slave cult was definitely like living, felt like they were living a little better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doc oh, yeah. Doc those Andal those got that shit on the lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those houses were nice. They had not, like, whether they were actually living in there or what, what, what was really going on there or not. But the actual facility itself was much nicer. The having the housing and everything was much nicer. Didn't you yeah. say he got raided, Stacey? Uh, yeah. At the end of the uh, at the end of the last episode, it said that Doc had got raided. That um, that actually Joe had given them information and Doc had got raided. Oh damn! See, we're losing that freedom. Yeah, and then on the uh, if you what the fuck is the name of the I guess it's just Tiger King memes is the name of the Facebook group. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. If you go into Tiger King memes, uh, they have yeah. And if you're really into conspiracy theories, uh, <laughs> that group has every single conspiracy theory about. Tiger King, including uh, if you really want to know all of the pretty much all the people from the actual show are actually in the group, mm-hmm. uh, including Carol Baskin and Jeff Lowe. Yeah, I saw Jeff Lowe. I didn't see Carol. Yeah, she's in there. She's she replies to a few people every now oh, and she then. Mad. She is mad. She replies to a few people every now and then. Uh, there's a um, Shit, where's my groups? Uh, there it is. She's in there. Um, they uh, did you guys see the the event that I posted in the group? The storm, uh, yeah, storm big cat ranch, fucking exotic free Joe exotic. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see that. Um, uh, they- uh, they have a. Well, we saw how storming Area Fifty One went. So, event started off a, a different free Joe Exotic uh, Facebook page. Another development that I thought um, that came out of Tiger King that I think is great, just for the economic advancement of everyone during the current COVID situation is that there is a side group that splintered off of Tiger King memes called Tigers and Titties, um, where everybody from Tiger King memes that so chooses has um, started selling nudes via Venmo for 2 and $3 a piece. Yeah. Out of work bartenders and, uh, you know, just anybody out of work. Yeah. $3? Three dollars. Yeah, three dollars for it's a uh, boobs. Market, baby. Uh, I think I seen three dollars for boobs. Five dollars for uh, vaginas. Uh, <laughs> there was ten dollar videos, and then I saw um, I saw something Tuesday, I believe. There was a post uh, from a young lady trying to get them to unionize and raise their prices <laughs> together. Uh, yeah, they were trying to uh, say tell the ladies to stop. They were sh- saying uh, they were getting undercut. Yeah, to stop selling their uh, stop selling their product for so low and to start selling pictures for at least ten dollars and uh, raise their prices for videos up to around twenty to forty dollars, so they could start actually making money. 
And I've seen well, making money. How are you not making money? It's free for you. I, I don't know. The margins uh, are insane. They're greedy. I'm pretty sure that greedy was an, bitches, uh, if you ask me. I'm pretty sure that was a professional who who her club a was shut down. Nude taker. Yeah, I'm pretty sure her club was shut down and uh, she was trying to actually get back to uh, the uh, club days of making money, not realizing that most of Joe Exotic's fans probably don't have um, come to club cheetah kind of money. (laughs) I think that $5 is cheap for like a pee-pee picture, but at the same time, that's a, the margins on that are so good. Because you could just take one or two PP pictures, spend some time set up the light, and then just keep sending those same PP pics. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, any it's like free money. Yeah, yeah. I did see one guy on there already proclaimed that uh, he had spent four hundred dollars himself. Yeah. So, and I seen uh, girls uh, talking about making two and three hundred dollars in the matter of two days. Yeah. So good, good for everybody. Yeah. There's also a couple of uh, fellers on there for you ladies that want to yeah. get involved. Okay. Get you a little bit of dick root shots. Mm-hmm. Stacy's gonna be I'm up gonna, there I'm... next week. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> put, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put my padlock on my um on my uh, Prince Albert. Oh my god. <laughs> that was like the best part of the documentary. <laughs> knocking out, knocking out these fucking front teeth. God damn, bro. That was insane. Jesus Christ. That whole fucking No, the my favorite part though was is is Saf, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. When Saf got the arm bit off and mm-hmm. right back to work in 5 days, like that is the that is the like quintessential ride or die move. Uh-huh. Like I don't. Yeah, care. that's employee of the month right there. Yeah. Like, and then I saw um, Annie Lederman. Annie Lederman took uh, photoshopped Saf's arm, the the bit off the fucked up arm, and like unzipped uh, unzipped her pants and used Saf's arm as like a dick coming out of the front of her pants. Oh my. In a fucking Instagram post, this shit was hilarious. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay then. Gonna have to look into that one. Yeah. Yeah. Singer, who is your favorite him. character? Uh, I like Cowley. I think was his name because he was the most pathetic. The the blonde dude, the long haired blonde dude. Oh yeah. He was the most. How genuine. many wives? How many wives does Doc Gannel have? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> That was great. He's a good guy. Yeah, um, he just cared about his. He just cared about the tigers, man. He just enjoyed his job. Mm-hmm. So, um, somebody asked Joe uh, who he would want to play him in a movie, um, and apparently he said either Brad Pitt or David <gasps> Spade. Oh, David okay. Spade. But he doesn't call David Spade David Spade. He calls him Joe Dirt. <laughs> um, that would be I like awesome. The idea of Jack Shepard. Who? Too tall. Too tall. Okay. 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 I hear that. 
I like David Spade as well. That's a great choice. I think so. Yeah. Who would play Carol? Ooh. Uh, what's uh, what's her name? The uh, misery bitch. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I her name's Kathy Bates, and I saw a like dream casting where someone had Kathy Bates playing the like snitch strip club guy. Teeny <laughs> <laughs> tiny like that. No, that's yeah. Louis Anderson. That's Louis Anderson. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like as as uh, his role in Baskets when he plays the mom. <laughs> oh man i just want to see like i i i'm interested in part two but if they do a part two i just want to see him full-on snitching on everybody like if you're gonna do it do it i think I he's know, doing he's, it yeah like if you're gonna do it do it and i want to see like everything like shut everybody down shut carol down shut like like everybody, everything. I want to find. I want to see the dead bodies. I the want dead to know. bodies. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's. Yeah, I want to uh, just. Oh, there's, they there's, did re. They're reopening I, the. Uh, yeah, I think the dead bodies are under the septic tank. The Don Lewis. Hey, give me the ball. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the dead body. Yeah, Don Lewis. I want to know what happened to him. I want to know. I want. I want. I want them to fucking do a full investigation on how she fucked over to uh, Don Lewis's family. Oh, those poor ladies. Yeah, I want to know. Uh, yeah, because obviously them, them bitches can't even afford to go see a proper hairstylist because they still rock oh. the beehives. Ah, <laughs> uh, shots wow. fired. Came after that. Aren't they suffering enough? They have to sit on that small love seat all together. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah, I want to see just just fucking go after all of them. I want to know. I want to know who burned down. I want to know who burnt up Michael Jackson's alligators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know. Oh, that was Joe. Oh yeah, that was that was probably that Joe. Was Joe. That was probably. That was Joe. Joe. I love how he was conveniently out of town. Yeah convenient for somebody yeah i want to know because like like as soon as i the moment i found the tiger king memes page like i stood there for probably an hour and just scrolled through and it's just like everybody from the group like everybody else who's a part of the animal world it's just pictures of them with like superstars with the animals and shit it's like hey y'all want to talk shit here's everybody that was involved in cub petting with all the superstars. Here's Carol Baskin with fucking with uh, Britney Spears. Here's fucking Doc Antle. Here's everybody. And I'm just like, oh, y'all want to talk shit. Everybody's getting exposed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then uh, uh, put them on blast. <laughs> when uh, I saw a meme, it was like, y'all want to find out what happened to Don? And it was the picture of uh, the lady from Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! That was great. <laughs> She's great. I haven't watched that one yet. You haven't watched? Don't fuck with it's. Uh, it's your boy, uh, the fucking Canadian dude that that stabbed the kid. The Luca Manaka. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, I know about it. He knows um, it. I just haven't seen the documentary. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like how they did it. I do too. Excellent. Well, but yeah, Tiger King. Tiger King's a good watch. Might as well watch it. You ain't got shit else to do. No. 
Nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> all right. So what else do we got coming up? What do we got coming up for future episodes during this quarantine season? Oh, um, I'm working on lining up some possible episodes. One thing that I did want to say is that our boy, uh, Broggy the Official, just released some new music, a new album, which he is constantly doing. You got a title? Uh, Mood Swings, I think is what it's called. Spotify? I think so. I definitely sent you uh, a link to a video um earlier but i would assume that it's on spotify i told him to post the links in the group so hopefully right, he cool. went ahead and did that or will be doing that here in the shout near out future. to broggy yeah our boy uh, graham yeah graham if you if you hear this let us definitely know when uh all this shit clears up and uh when you guys have the next uh splint show yeah jamie Yes. What you got going? Um, I would like to get Sweetie on now that we know how to Skype and do things remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to listening to our first quarantine show. Uh, hopefully, you guys aren't going fucking stir crazy, and we will get another one of these out to you as soon as we can. No, well, thanks for coming through, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.